And hey, Tyler. Um, uh, and Serena. <laughs> Who is this person that's randomly in the studio with us? Serena, watch your tone. This is not a person <laughs> that I picked off off the street. And if I did, that's okay because we are kind and generous people. <laughs> but but Tyler. this is our producer, Aaron. You know them. You have but interacted what? with them. Are they here in the studio with I don't know. us? I just thought like they could answer questions with us. Like that might seem fun, you know? Like, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Oof. It doesn't fit the format. It Serena, like really doesn't. Serena, Serena. I don't give a f- about format. <laughs> I'm just here because it makes editing easier. Okay. I'm Tyler like Strandberg. <laughs> and I'm Serena Schreifel. And I'm Aaron Bogan. <laughs> and this is the Avatar Podcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> On this podcast, we watch the Nickelodeon show Avatar The Last Airbender and analyze the plot, themes, and characters. At the end of each episode, we'll talk about who our favorite character was, as well as give the episode a rating on a scale of 1 to 10. You're listening to the Avatar Podcast. Yep, yep. 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 You know what, Serena? Today, <laughs> we are doing our seasonal Ask Us Anything episode. Uh, we have our producer, Aaron, here with us. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> What's up, kids? Okay, you that can tone it down. Calm no, down. No, Tyler, that was calm the best down. introduction I have <laughs> ever I re- witnessed. I refuse to calm. There I feel is no like, calm. Aaron, you are just like... Only high energy. I feel like you're at like a 12, and you need to be like at an 11.5, you know? Only <laughs> 0.5 all the way down there. You're all only right. 0.5 off. I, 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 we don't, we don't do half scores on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, well, we have some questions to answer, don't we? We uh, don't have many, but that's what makes it fun because we get to go more in depth about this. Yeah, we do. Also, this is a call out. Send us questions for season three if you want to know anything about <laughs> shit. <laughs> that was a call out. <laughs> Rude. Um, I do, I do want to make mention of why I'm here. We we called out a little bit in our, uh, in our cold open there, but um, we typically do a bonus episode after these uh, on our Patreon here, but we figured we kind of integrate everything since it's only a few questions that we got here. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have a bunch of fun things to say for y'all. Yeah. Um, and I'll be here. And uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, we will actually, we should probably announce this as well. We will be releasing all of our Patreon episodes on our main feed in the upcoming Ooh. weeks. So if you don't know who I am, you can get to know past me um, mm-hmm. in all of those Patreon episodes coming up. So don't hesitate to check those out. And let us know if you like those too, because. We could make more, but we don't necessarily have yeah. to if you're not into them. <laughs> right now, right now, the plan is we do not continue to plan on doing Patreon um, after season two, just because we don't have enough Patreons to make it worth it, patrons to make it worth it. Um, but if you like it, and we if if we get more subscribers, we really love recording these, They're so fun. we would love to they keep doing fun. it. It's just um, time it, gets in yeah, the way. It's just that the world is gray and hopeless. It really is. Wow, dark. <laughs> you know what? Today Today, the capital was taken over. <laughs> oh, so. everything's going to hell in a handbasket, and we're talking about Avatar. Wait, you yes, mean we that, are. I mean that 2021 didn't solve all of the world's problems. <laughs> you know, a random rollover in the There's calendar. Still a pandemic. Things? What the hell? Shall we uh, continue with? Yeah, the let's here? dive into some of these questions. So we're going to do. Um, we're going to split this into two parts as usual, but first part will be avatar questions and second part will be personal questions. We had a plethora 
of people Ooh, send us this I question. I love that word. Plethora. Thank you. I have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Um, Intelligence. Love it. <laughs> their question was that you pretty much all asked was, are we doing The Legend of Korra after we're done with season three of Avatar The Last Airbender? No. <laughs> nope. No, we're not. <laughs> no, um, we appreciate the interest. Um, there's a few reasons for this. Um, one of the main reasons is we have noticed that our episodes only do as well as the episodes that we're talking about. So, like, mm-hmm. the v- most popular episodes, like Tales of Bossing Say is one of the most popular episodes of Avatar. That's mm-hmm. one of our most popular episodes as well. Um, and Korra doesn't have as large of a fan base as Avatar does, and we still have a pretty small fan base on this podcast as it mm-hmm. is, so we don't want to make that even smaller. Um... That's one of the reasons. The other reason is I hate Korra. <laughs> um, I've watched it. I've watched it twice, and the first two times I didn't really have a problem with it. I enjoyed it, but I started watching it a third time about probably a few weeks ago to a month ago because I was like, "All right, I got to start preparing and see what it's about because I need to actually watch this and analyze it so that when I start writing about it, I know what's going on." But <laughs> I watched the first two episodes and. From an analytical standpoint, it's pretty bad. It would be pretty hard to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I do not, again, that is my, obviously that's my own opinion. And even even though I'm like analyzing it, like that's my own analytical opinion. You know, that's my own, you can enjoy it. You can think it's very well written. Um, but I, I don't. And I, I can't, it would be unfair to our listeners for me to write a heavily biased episode that's just <laughs> shitting yes. on yeah. a TV show that people might enjoy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good show. Personally, I love Korra. I think Korra is a great show. I enjoyed watching it. Um, and there are some fun themes to potentially unpack, but the volume of those themes and just, you know, what we're looking at fan-wise and what we're looking at, um, especially what we want to do personally on, on a podcast mm-hmm. level, I think a lot of us are interested in going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And we hope some of you are maybe interested in hearing some new things from us, so don't mm-hmm. hesitate to let us know. Yeah, no, please. We have for. been considering, I want to continue doing analysis. Um, so if you have a different TV show that you want to hear, let us know. If you want us to focus on like a certain genre or how that will look, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want, I've been throwing around a YouTube channel possibly. If you would rather prefer that, let us know. Um, we just want to hear your ideas because we are we want to keep doing something after this is done, but we don't know exactly what yet. I so. think that's I think that's the key. There is we're yeah. not going to stop making podcasts. I don't think. Oh, we're for sure fun. not. Um, but um, we're we, gonna worm our way right into your back pocket if we're not already there. <laughs> your ears will be continually blessed with our sweet voices. I thought you were gonna say bled. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Oh no! I mean, like <laughs> I don't want to be too self-deprecating. There, so <laughs> we've we've thrown a lot around a lot of ideas. Um, yeah. Tyler's talked about doing some sleepy time podcasty type. Yeah, stuff. I was going to start a sleepy time YouTube where you can just. I was just going to read like a random Wikipedia article and like I was going to make it a YouTube channel um, but like I never actually started doing it so but honestly I am such a supporter that, I would that do Tyler that. I, I love that you guys if you can, Tyler can you give us like an example of like some of your sleepy time I'm pulling up Wikipedia right now thank, thank the holy savior Cthulhu hello today we are going to be reading about Conrad Buno Conrad Buno, who lived 
from circa 1613 to 1671 was a German copperplate engraver, cartographer, and publisher of the court of Wolfenbüttel and brother of Johann Bunel, 1617 to 1697, the theologian and pedagogue from Lutenberg. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, it's just going to be all that. <laughs> Random <laughs> Wikipedia <Tyler>. pages. <gasps> no. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of options we're mm-hmm. considering. We're tossing a lot of ideas around. So don't, yeah, like we said, don't hesitate to let us know. Another one of our ideas was Hunter x Hunter. So oh, if you would be, be interested yeah. in that, let us know. And I've never seen Hunter x Hunter. I mean, I. So I think that would be awesome. I personally want to stay in animation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. throw Me out too. any kids' shows to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, not kids' shows. Throw out any animated TV shows. We will not do adult animation, period. Oh, I think, um, you guys, you remember if you listened to whatever episode that was. It was we a did. Patreon episode. Oh, so I don't yeah. think they've heard it yet, but they okay. will hear it. Okay, well, let me just reiterate. Uh, one of my red flags in an adult person is if they're really into adult animation. And valid. That is valid. Thank you. So. Thank you. I, I hate to, to, to do the devil's advocate thing, but there's <laughs> no good Aaron. ones out there. I like Bob's Burgers a lot. Okay. I've heard good things about uh, BoJack Horseman. Don't talk to me about BoJack Horseman. I don't, I don't is, want to watch that you, show. I don't want to watch any adult animation. Yeah, uh-uh, I just want to say I've good. heard good things about it. Bojack it's not is, good. I've seen it. BoJack is good in the way that like a movie like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is good. Oh, shut or, like, up. I Joker. hate that fucking <laughs> like, I know. It's, you it's, you're not I supposed to movie. identify with the main character and the problem is everyone identifies with the main character. That's not how this works. You're supposed to be like, oh, that person's terrible. <laughs> I just Jesus. think, why would I spend my time on this when I could be watching Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley and period clothing? Oh my gosh. Apparently that's the that first movie. movie. Do, I do. I haven't seen that yet. That was Carrie Mulligan's film debut, and I've been super obsessed with Carrie Mulligan lately, and I get to plug this now. She's in a new movie. It's called Promising Young Woman, oh, and I am obsessed with it. Yeah, but I've been heard oh so my God. things, and I'm I am so obsessed excited. with it. You can get it. It's on premium video on demand as of right now. It is such a good movie. Um, Everyone's like, oh, 2020 sucked, but like 2020 had some good films, and Promising Young Woman is the best one I've seen. And you and I are going to watch it together. Yes, please. Uh, dear, dear listeners, the, our world is your oyster, except for Cora. <laughs> <laughs> Anything so, but Cora, please send your um, We were also recommended like diving into the comics and shit like yeah. that. Um, and I would love to do those as like bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, we can make a full podcast yeah. out of those. Yeah. Um, but that is something that I would be interested in. Maybe if like we had an animation YouTube channel or something, that could be a topic of like a video. No. We're going to move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Philip on Instagram um, asked us. Love Philip, oh by the God. way. <laughs> I, we had such a great conversation. <laughs> I am so happy that they re- reached out to us. Okay, so <laughs> Philip on Instagram said, I'm sure you've seen these theories before, but would love to hear your thoughts on Ty Lee being descended from Air Nomads on the pod. I watched a few YouTube videos and I was sold. So I want to like dive into this explanation a little bit for people mm-hmm. who don't know, and I don't know if you two are aware of it or not, mm-hmm. but the idea is that after the Air Nomad genocide, the Air Nomads spread and, ha- and hid among the Earth Kingdom slash the Fire Nation. Um, I'm not sure if they hit amongst the Fire Nation because like they were the ones who attacked them. I think it was just the Earth Kingdom. Anyway, um, because they weren't like as spiritually connected and they weren't like living their full lives as air nomads, they lost their bending. Um, we know that bending is assume, like associated with spiritual connection, and all air nomads who are born like 
were born airbenders. Um, so as they lost their connection, they lost their bending, and they just hid amongst the nations. They assimilated as non-benders in the other nations. Um, each nation has distinct eye colors. Um, the Earth Kingdom has green, Water Tribe has blue. Um, Fire Nation has like gold slash like hazel eyes, and the Air Nomads had gray eyes. And if you notice, Ty Lee's character is the only Fire Nation character who has gray eyes. Aang also has gray eyes. Um, because Ty Lee is very connected spiritually, like she is constantly talking about auras, she's very into like all of that, like. Um, chakra stuff. Um, I don't actually know if she's into chakras, but I associate auras with chakras. It's it's the same sort of uh, spirituality things yes. beyond what we can see. Yes, she's connected <laughs> with it, and she also has gray eyes. This eludes people to believe that she's descended from the air nomads who are able to flee during the genocide. I also want to say that, like, um, super quickly, um, Hello Future Me is a YouTube channel, and they did a. Uh, video about this and they do very very good research so if you want to know more about it look up hello future me on youtube and look up their video on this topic i'll go first i don't know a lot about um that theory personally but um i am like extremely biased toward ty lee because she's ultimately probably overall my very favorite character from avatar the last Airbnb. wow that's a Big one. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm also biased in that because when I was very young, I took, uh, and, and when I was older too, um, I really identified with Tylee because she was very quirky. She didn't really, you know, fit in with the like actual benders. Like she, and I honestly thought she was the prettiest. So I was like, I, I want to be like be Tylee. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, as a gay kid, I didn't have a crush on Tylee. I wanted to be Tylee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, no, and I just thought Tylee was always fun and, and you know, just kind of did her own thing, except for when Azula made her do other things. So my stance in this theory is that I completely believe in the theory that she's descended from air nomads. Like, I think that really uh, attributes a lot to her character as, as being somewhat quirkier mm-hmm. than, you know, your typical Fire Nation. Like, take her and May, for example, and, and that's not indicative of the entire Fire Nation population by any means, mm-hmm. uh, just as, you know, like, I can't say, you know, one person is the representative for an entire, like, identity. Right. But, like, take the two together. Like, May is very much, like, Fire Nation, except she, she can't does bend. exude Fire Nation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's a little more dour, and I think you're, you're, the point you're making, uh, that, that what I'm hearing from you, Serena, is, is uh, Tylee is atypical yes. for yes. a mm-hmm. Fire Nation human being. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. And I think that, you know, she she really is more attuned to, like, herself and her spiritual being, Tyler, as you said, in the explanation of the theory. And I have absolutely no problem in believing that uh, that's something that... Uh, is plausible. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. she's so cute. Yeah, she is. Uh, <laughs> definitely within the realm of, of plausibility. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know if we can make, can we make Korra spoilers on this podcast? Yeah, we're going to do Korra spoilers from <laughs> yeah. now on, okay? <laughs> we're not doing Korra. We're going to do these Korra spoilers. <laughs> we can talk about Korra spoilers a little bit. So if you don't, if you are planning on watching Korra and you haven't seen it yet, cover your ears for the next 10 seconds. Um, in Korra, they have that moment where um, all the airbenders gain their... Uh, the, the air, the air are So that's another theory too, is because the the theory is the Northern Air Temple was the last one to be attacked because it's the least destroyed, mm-hmm. um, and obviously they can't simultaneously attack all f- 
four at once. They think the southern and the eastern were the ones to be attacked first because they're the closest to the Fire Nation. Yeah. Um, and if you look at where they find all of the airbenders, they're all in the northern Earth Kingdom, as if the people from the northern air temple fled and spread out throughout the northern Earth Kingdom. Yep. So, Tylee, if if she was alive during that that point in the course of history, I think she absolutely would have gained airbender powers, Mm -hmm. regardless of... Uh, airbending, whether, not airbender powers. Uh, it's Jeez, airbending. Aaron. I am sorry. Um, <laughs> it's air- not magic. It's bending, and it's <laughs> a yeah, yeah, an ancient ritual of our people. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, uh, she, I think she would have been a part of that group mm-hmm. um, because, regardless of whether she's actually descended or not, um, just because that's the kind of person she is, I feel like that's what mm-hmm. that, that that's the sort of thing that would have attached herself and the way she's spiritually attuned to totally make sense. Her aura um, has never been pinker. It has never been pinker. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's very flighty. All of her moves are very dance like. Uh, in general, the martial arts she uses are much closer to to Airbender martial arts. So mm-hmm. I would say definitely within the realm of plausibility. Um, I don't know, you know, how much truth there is to it or not. And really, the question comes down to how much ability did the Airbenders have to escape from the Fire right. Nation mm-hmm. when these genocides were going on? Because we know that the air temples are extremely inaccessible. Mm -hmm. So did they throw some kids on a bison and did that bison get the hell out of there? Like what happened during that genocide? And that's something that we, we won't ever know, unfortunately. Um, That's one of the holes. And I think it's a, 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 it's a good purposeful hole to leave in a a show like this, especially as a children's show, Mm -hmm. because you know, it is a sensitive subject. And so not directly (laughs) traumatizing children is usually a good thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I agree on (laughs) that part. I don't think we should traumatize kids, um, but we definitely should explain these, these subjects to them. And so this show does it once again, this brings us back to this show does a really great job of explaining those themes and showing those things in a way that is, is, you know, easy for kids to understand, but not, Horrible. Right. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. as horrible as the actual thing itself. Yeah. Is, so. Um, piggybacking off of what Serena said. <laughs> um, I feel I, like I'm in college again. <laughs> like, yeah, that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like when I was a kid, I noticed the eye color thing within the show. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely noticed that Tylee had gray eyes, and I was always kind of like, why doesn't why don't her eyes match like the other Fire Nation. You know what I mean? I definitely mm-hmm. noticed it was different. I didn't make the connection that her eyes were the same color as Aang's and that she could possibly de- be descended from Air Nomads, but I just, I knew that Tylee was different. And like you were mm-hmm. saying too, there's definitely something that like does not fit within Tylee and like the Fire Nation. I noticed that too, like as a kid. Right. So like mm-hmm. I came across this YouTube video, like Hello Me Future Me's YouTube video, and I was like, this all makes sense because I came across it as an adult and I was able to comprehend the complexities behind the genocide and it made perfect sense to me. So I fully support this theory. I'm not even going to be like, it's plausible. Like I can see it. I fully support it. I believe it. I think that Tylee is descended from Air Nomads. I'll jump on the train when we get word from Brike. Brike, this is a call to you. Brike, listen to our podcast. What is the truth? (laughs) What's the tea? I want Tylee to come on the show. Tylee, what is the truth? All right. What do you know about yourself? Uh, Let's move on to our next question. I think, Serena, you got it. Yeah, so over our email, we got a question from Lucy. She asked us, which leader of a nation in Avatar would you be? Okay, so I am not spiritual enough to be an air nomad. (laughs) I'm not either. (laughs) Um, Fire Nation is through royalty, and I am not that special. 
um, Earth Kingdom, even though it is technically a kingdom, they have a lot of like governors and politics and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm not smart enough for politics. I think like Water Tribe is kind of just like genuine, like good people just trying their best for their tribe. And so I think I could be like a Water Tribe, like water tribe chief. Elder. Yeah. Also, yeah. like associating myself with like a waterbender. I think I could do it. Mm-hmm. I, th- that's probably my best shot. <laughs> fair, fair. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I I'm also not spiritual enough to be here, <laughs> nomad by any means. Um, I also think hey, that that's okay. I don't think I'd fit in with the water tribe. Okay, like I don't think I. Ah, well, now I actually take. Well, the water back. tribe is pretty sexist. So yeah, so I will give you that. I mean, I think I would be like a. I don't know if I could be like a really great chieftain. Like, mm-hmm. like if I were like. The first woman chieftain of the water tribe. No, I don't know the water tribe. You like that TikTok filter? You know? <laughs> I know. Um, I I don't feel that for myself. Um, for the as far as Earth Kingdom goes, um, I bet I could be like a no. No, I would be a princess of the freaking Fire Nation. Yes, you would. I Thank would you. Be. That's exactly what I, I was be. thinking, too. <laughs> no, sorry. Like Serena, you exude royalty. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Thank you, guys. It makes me feel really special. <laughs> um, no, I think I think by default, I would be Fire Nation royalty. <laughs> I don't even think it's default. I think that's the energy that you exude. Like, you just give that off so strongly. I am wearing my uh, baseball cap backwards currently. So, um, what? Just you are giving me part of the Fire very Nation. chill <laughs> princess. Miss Minnesota. <laughs> Miss Minnesota. Of the Fire uh, thank you. Thank you. Aaron, you tell us. It's like fire and ice. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my, oh my God. God. You're wearing red right now, I too. What the red. hell? It works. I'm um, wearing my Zuko shirt, so I should have worn my Sokka shirt today. So, I don't know. Part of me wants to be um, a cryptic... Uh, air tribe, air nomad leader. Mm-hmm. Part of me like mm-hmm. wants just to say puzzling shit for like no reason <laughs> and scare people. Um, I think that's I just like a very that for you vibe, there's a, Aaron. There's a great deal of joy in that, especially when you get into talking about like cults and like the whole like a lot of the spiritual elements that go into a lot of different groups. It's fun to be powerful, like it really is. Um, that being said, I don't think I'd actually be able to do that. Like I'm just not. Truly spiritual enough, I think. I do think, okay. Aaron. If I can I interject, could be, I could be a cult leader. I could. Be a cult I was leader, just gonna I'm say. Saying. I was just gonna say, Aaron, <laughs> you would be a really great cult leader. I would literally be I'm, like, yeah, no, nothing's I'm wrong with this. I'm very upset. We don't like video record these episodes because the face <laughs> I am making right now is shocked. <laughs> I I am good at being pretending that I'm charismatic and I know things, mm-hmm. um, even though I'm not really. Uh, <laughs> I will say today when I was like, oh my god, Aaron, they took over the cap. You were like, what? No. And then like in two <laughs> seconds, you were like, no, turns out it was just the Philadelphia legislature. And immediately I was like, oh, okay, my news must have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It, I thought it was just the Philadelphia legislature and I looked more and I was like, oh, no, it's everywhere. It's, it's, okay. it's the literal capital. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's everything. Um, Apparently it happened in Minnesota, too. Apparently there was people, people outside of the Minnesota capital. There's a whole coordinated thing. Yeah. Um, that's a story Jeez. for another podcast. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are not a political podcast, only kind of sometimes when politics well, aligns with the themes. I guess yes. this is a little bit of a, a digression. But I think we should take this digression just because this is going to be a short episode anyways. Um, Avatar, The Last Airbender, is a political 
nutshell. Yes, that, it is. That's yeah. true. That's very Politics true. Politics in a nutshell, mm-hmm. and it's so relevant to the things that are going on. So thank you to all of our listeners who are really thinking about this and mm-hmm. tolerating our leftist BS that we keep Honestly. throwing out here because it is important yes. and it is a part of this show. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, I should note too. We're all pretty different spectrums of the left. We're not all like. We don't Far always agree. Left yeah, that's no. true. Yeah. So you are getting a mix of different opinions from a mix of different left-leaning people. Yeah, that's, that's very I, true. I important. think that's a very astute uh, observation. Important there, to realize, Tyler. Thank yeah. you. All right, digressing back to ah uh, yes, yes, we yes, 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 uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Aaron, so which think, cult are you going I to think lead? I'm not going to lead a cult. <laughs> I I would probably end up in politics, and I'd be okay. some Earth Kingdom pundit. Um, probably low ranking. Um, and I would probably I just grift my way on by. <laughs> Take a couple bribes. Like low-ranking, like, Secretary of Transportation. Something like that, yeah. Like Pete Buttigieg? No, sure, I could be I could, I could. be Pete. And see, Aaron, I see you in the Earth Kingdom being like, okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in here. And then all of a sudden you blink and, like, you are... <laughs> You're the king of the earth. <laughs> See, you're the say, king. You're the ruler. I wouldn't try. You're the. It would happen on accident. See, I was gonna say. I imagine you like AOC, where like yes, very yes, politically yes. minded, and somehow you just like end up in politics. I was listening to a podcast with her on it like a few months ago, and she was like, "I don't even know if I like politics. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna run again." And I was like, "I love you so much. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes, she we is need, truly what we need. We need we need more everyday politicians." Like people who are just like humans, like be mm-hmm. humans. This we want humans in this exactly. job. Exactly. I've, I've seen a lot of arguments for paying the the Congress and the Senate minimum wage, and I think that would be a beautiful oh, idea. That. that would be oh amazing. God. I would love to have everyday people in Congress making decisions. <laughs> All right, shall we move forward? Let us please. Mia on Instagram asked us, "Who is your least favorite ship?" I literally just had a ship pop into my head that I have literally never thought about before, and oh, no. it honestly made me sick to my stomach. Spill. Azula and Aang. That's my answer! I just, Azula and Aang just is, you know, it's like how it's like, hey, the sky is blue, right? Like, pretty much, we can all vaguely agree that it's some sort of cool color. Right. Yeah. That's like saying, the sky is literally on fire. I don't, I, I don't spend a whole ton of time on the Avatar shipping communities, so I don't know who people are shipping, but Iroh and anyone else, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go against... Um, just because, you know, they're children and Iroh is an adult. Okay. Um, um, that's fair. Iroh and Grand Grand, Katara and Sokka's oh, grandmother. That I can get behind. I, I, Iroh and Paku. Iroh and Boomy. Iroh and any member of the White Lotus. Okay, you know what? I was talking about the gang specifically, but... The Iroh isn't part of the gang. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying you should name them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what? Just, just because Iroh is elderly doesn't mean that he can't have love somewhere. Oh I God. know, but he shouldn't have it with children. Iroh and oh no, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I take that back. <laughs> Were you about to say Iroh and Osai? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Holy buckets! Oh. I personally believe that there's not a such thing as a bad ship, just because I think that bad ships are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, true, so yeah. true, 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 true. There's, there's not really a, a wrong answer to this one. And I think we'll talk about this in a little bit later of a question, so mm. 
Exciting. Pretty cool. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, tuned. so this is the part in the episode in our first Ask Us Anything episode where Sam played random clips from episodes and I would try to guess where they were. Oh, do we yeah. want to do that again or do we not we want to do that? Oh, it's right here. Okay. Oh, are you ready to go? <laughs> okay. Like this. Sorry, okay, Toph. this is uh, sure 2-9, bitter work. I'm glad you said something. And she rips off Actually, Aang's waistband. This way, you'll really have to sense the vibrations of the boulder to stop it. Thank, thank you, Katara. Katara. Yeah, thank thanks, Katara. Katara. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking unreal, every time. That was okay. the first time I've ever witnessed that. That was kind of like... It's a little bit spooky. It is spooky. Thank you. All right, I'm going to generate a new number for you, Serena. Tyler, are you ready? Yep. Someone to tuck her in bed. Come on, guys. There's something after okay. us, and we don't even this know is the what chase. or who it is. It could be Zuko. We haven't seen him since the North Pole. Who's, Who's Zuko? Zuko? Oh, oh, just, just some rangy guy with a ponytail. Practice all over the world. What What's are you talking about? Ponytails. Ponytail. I thought she was going to say, "What are you talking about?" Ponytail. Wolf tail. Well, it certainly tells the other, other warriors, warriors that, that you're, you're fun, fun and quirky. And quirky. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't as good, but I still got it. Oh it was like God. a few words that messed me up. You got the chase faster than you got bitter work. That's good. Thank you. This is fun. <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Tyler? I'm ready. Number three. This is Tales of Bossing Say, and this is when Momo is dancing in the middle of the street. And I can't really do noise because there's no dialogue here. They're running through the streets right now. Um, they're running away. <laughs> That's unreal. Oh there's no dialogue in this whole section of the episode. That's oh unbelievable. I deliberately picked this part of the episode <laughs> so that you wouldn't have dialogue. Thank you. You suck and you're brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Which is an accurate description of how we feel about Tyler on a lot of episodes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, Tyler no. thank you for blessing us no thank you I always think that's fun to do that's so always my for favorite for entertaining me yeah. and on that note we are going to take a quick break uh, we are back and we're time to move on to personal questions so Preston uh, emailed us and they said wait Tyler and Sam divorced <laughs> <laughs> And I want to address this. So I made a really off-color joke when I was prompting questions to be like, don't ask us personal questions. Don't ask me about my divorce. Which, like, I think is funny because I'm like, I I obviously have never been married. Um, that's funny to my friends. That's probably not so funny to you listeners because you know that Sam and I were dating. Um, Sam and I were never married. Um, Sam and I did not get a divorce. Um, we broke up and the podcast had to continue I was the one who started the podcast, so I was the one who kept it, and Sam chose to step away from it. It is simple as that. It was a very off-color joke, and I do apologize for that. Clarity is a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's... Very clear. I wanted to clear that up because I felt really bad when we got that email. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry about that. Yeah. But we do have another question that came to us. So a follower on Instagram asked us, hey, can you try not... Or I guess it's not really a question, but... Hey, can you try to not talk about the character's sexuality too much? They're all kids, and it's a little weird for adults to talk about it. Tyler, do you want to take it away? Um, sure. So I understand that for some people it could be weird. We are talking about a character's sexuality, as in they are, if they are straight, gay, lesbian, whatever. And I just want to say that, like, your sexuality doesn't suddenly 
plug in when you turn 18. Mm-hmm. So you some kids discover themselves as gay, bi, pan, lesbian, asexual, anything on the spectrum when they're very, very young. Some kids come out as young as four or five years old. Um, some kids don't discover until later. I didn't come out until I was 15. There's, I mean, there's no right or wrong way yeah. to right. come out. Like, everyone comes out at different times. Everyone's at different places yeah. in their sexual yeah. development. It's, yeah, that's, that's when I came out. Obviously, I was... Not an adult when I came out, you know. I still had a sexuality, even though I wasn't legally an adult. And I think that even though we are adults, first of all, we are not talking about real people. So we are not mm-hmm. talking about like a live action TV show, even if it was a live action show talking about a character. Like Stranger Things is a good example. A live action show, all the characters are under 18. We are not talking about a character of sexuality on that show. That is weird because those are real actors playing those characters. Yeah, that's and where it crosses a lot. That, right? that really steps over a boundary. Um, and that crosses from speculative to just kind of projective at that point. And and even in the case of a a show like Stranger Things, it's acceptable to say, you know, hey, the theory is this character is attracted to this character or something like that. Those kids still have a sexuality. Right. (laughs) And the point is we are not putting it on these minor actors either. Um, These are animated characters. We are not pinning it on a certain actor. And... It serves as really great representation. So, like, to be a kid, to see an animated character that you relate to, whether they are a teenager or an adult who is, like, a sexuality that you identify as, it can be very important to, like, cling on to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Aaron, I know that you have a few things to say about this, so you can... Yeah, I do. We we crack jokes a lot about, you know, like, oh, Zuko's such a hottie or stuff like that. Which I Um, do want to say, too, that extends off of that, like inappropriate to be doing that to a real actor to a real person but like these are fictional animated characters yeah. they are mm-hmm. in no sense real well, the other there's thing, no harm being done to a real person mm-hmm. the other thing to think about here too is is when this show came out we were adolescents right I was gonna like, say that we were, yeah we were the exact mm-hmm. same age as these characters so it was normal for us to be attracted to these characters we have aged mm-hmm. cartoons don't age like right. mm-hmm. Zuko's not gonna get any older uh, despite mm-hmm. the fact that we have so yeah. right. it's hard for us especially and, and uh, this is something especially if if uh, you as a listener are younger this is something you're gonna find as you grow older is uh, the characters that maybe uh, shape the way you felt about your sexuality growing up um, it's gonna become weird it'll get yeah. a little bit strange mm-hmm. um, and it's not like you can't still talk about those emotions that you had or the way that you felt it's as long as you, you know, discuss them in an appropriate manner, which I feel we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and to your point, Aaron, you know, we, when this show came out, we were adolescents. And so it's only natural for us now as adults, like as we grew up, these characters, we carried them within our hearts. They grew up with us. They still feel older than me. Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> Even though they're technically younger than me exactly. at this point in my life. Azula was so old when I was a kid. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I was watching this as a nine-year-old and these are, these kids are all like five four, five, six years older than me. So it's like, you know, as an adult, these if these characters age, they would be in their late 20s, early 30s at this point. It's still appropriate to have sexual feelings for them, you know? Yeah. And like... Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is like I age these characters don't yes. you know so right this is this is something you especially if you are younger will encounter it's going to happen to you just like it happened to us it's coming for you it is uh, coming for you <laughs> and it can it can come at you like you know like Tyler you said earlier at any time because this like a a character 
flesh person's sexuality is is not contingent upon a certain like date or age. Like it right. is part of who you are. And some mm-hmm. people know that from very little. You and know? sexuality is not inherently sexual. As long as it's handled appropriately and in a way that, you know, you we we respect boundaries and are, are cautious of feelings. And uh, we do, I do want to reiterate here just to kind of as a, as a catch all here, um, it is never appropriate for an adult to be romantically involved with a minor. That exactly. is not okay. <laughs> yes. Thank um, you, Aaron. <laughs> but it is important to discuss sex and sexuality mm-hmm. from a young age. And that's something we here as Americans to really struggle with. Yes. Our school system struggles mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. because it is something that, you know, everyone's trying to really, you know, tiptoe around. Um, we have a, a really big problem with um, sex education in our schools right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something that we we address very well, and as a result, um, people get hurt. Yeah. Um, so it's important, I think, for us to be discussing these things on our podcast because sex and sexuality is an important part of adolescent development. Yeah, so interesting discussion. I'm glad that we got to talk about that, and I'm glad yeah, that that and was brought up. Thank you for asking that question, random Instagram follower friend. Random person who we all know, but we're not going to say their name because it's inappropriate for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I appreciate you asking that because it is something yes. that I think it's, it's good to address because it can get somewhat uncomfortable, yeah. especially if you're not used to discussing these types of things. Um, mm-hmm. We're a group of people that we very are very comfortable talking about sexuality, yes. and I think it's something that we as yeah. Americans need to work on. Mm-hmm. I completely yeah. agree with that, Aaron. I was going to say the exact same thing, and then you just said it. So Hi. now Hi. I you can't say it. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Agree. <laughs> Last okay. question here. Helena over email asked us, could you maybe recommend some anime? Can of worms. I kind <laughs> of want to begin watching anime, but I don't know where to start. Okay, can, can I start? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, listeners, as somebody who, um, I myself have, um, it's only been in the past couple of years of my life that I've really been like, oh my God, anime is really like an art form because Mm -hmm. I would watch it like, you know, because I grew up in a small Midwestern Republican town, like, you know, it wasn't cool of me to be like, oh my God, have you guys seen Arn High School Host Club? (laughs) Like, (laughs) but I will tell you that is the first anime that I ever did watch and it still remains absolutely one of my favorites. To this day, it's 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 very stereotypical, mm-hmm. but it is so cute. And and I think anime in overall, what gives me joy watching it is that it, for lack of a better term, it makes me very happy. It makes me feel centered. It makes me hopeful. Like there is beauty and there is joy and wonder and playfulness in the world that sometimes I forget to see. Mm-hmm. And that is so crucial to, you know, what brings us joy as humans. And so I would recommend Oran High School Host Club. Good choice. I, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I just finished that. I was in rewatching it. I finished it maybe a few weeks ago. Oh, such a good one. It, it so really good. is so good. Um, and I'm going to stay on the Netflix route because I know that's very accessible. Mm-hmm. That like my like my romantic anime is Oran High School Host Club. My the first action anime that I hold dear to my heart is, and it's also very stereotypical, is Fairy Tale. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love Fairy Tale so much. It works out just perfectly and dandy, and the characters are so lovable. And oh, oh my god, I'm buying the Switch game that's coming out. And oh my god, it, go for yeah, you! Is sixty dollars, and I am gonna drop that. Money. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I've considered dropping sixty dollars on like a limited edition of my favorite anime movie. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes. Um, so that's my second, um, my third kind of anime that I'm gonna just throw at you guys. That is, I know, available on Netflix. 
is called Toradora. <gasps> Shut um, up. That's on my list. I want to see that so badly. <laughs> Tyler, it's so good. It's, it is, it's kind of like a mix between the romanticism of Orin High School Host Club and the very quirky kind of physical comedy uh-huh. of fairy tale. It looks so stupid cute. I it is see very it so stupid cute. And it, it's just, it is very much like an escape mm-hmm. and um, something that I have watched a dozen times over. It's just it's just really cute, and I fall in love with it every time I watch it, and I wish I could give more of it. That's my three. I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Do you want me to go next, or do I, you want to go I next? I can go next. I have a, I have a great list, and I, I'm going to do something a little bit different from Serena. Um, I really want to try and draw a through line here from Ooh. Avatar. Um, because, okay, interesting. Um, well, I think jumping straight from Avatar into something a little bit more stereotypically Japanese um, is a little bit of a leap. There's a bit of a, a culture gap there. Um, so yeah, like I said, I want to kind of stick closer to home here, um, more kind of in the same realm as Avatar. And so I'm going to kind of cheat here and recommend a bunch of sh- uh, films at once. Um, watch uh, anything by Studio Ghibli. Yes, um, thank it's you. Good. There we go. Uh, it's, Can- <laughs> Can we all say what our favorite Studio Ghibli movie is? My favorite is Spirited Away. Okay, Serena's struggling. My favorite is controversial. Some people think it's the best. Some people think it's the worst. Mine is only yesterday. Ah, oh, yeah. Not two days ago. I watched Princess Mononoke for the Shut first up. time. Yeah. Oh my god, it's such a good time. movie. The first time. <laughs> yes. It's so, the first time I've I'm watched so that. Surprised. That's Any, the first time. It's so good. Anything, oh anything Miyazaki has touched, please <sighs> yes. go right ahead and Not watch it. Not just that. Miyazaki, like Ghibli in general. Ghibli in general. Um, because Iso Takahata was the other part of Ghibli, yeah. and he's often overlooked, but he did like. Grave of the Fireflies, <gasps> most devastating film I've ever seen. Yeah. Just beautiful, beautiful. They they call him the Walt Disney of Japan for yes. a reason. It's mm-hmm. very much. Um, this is these are movies you could watch with your parents too. So if mm-hmm. your parents are maybe weirded about about you trying anime for the first any, time, mm-hmm. bring them any any Studio yes. Ghibli movie, yes. literally any Absolutely. Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. movie you watch with your you watch is parent appropriate. I think that yes. is the the best sort of leaping point into the world of anime because it is the going to be the most familiar for you. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get weird. Um, <laughs> was that your one? That was, or was, my, that was my first one. Okay. Is, is any Studio Ghibli film? Okay. Uh, my second one, and I'm going to recommend films here because Ooh. I think. Uh, a, a, a movie is a good way to get into the anime world because you don't have to watch a bajillion episodes. That's um, very, so it's the first, very thoughtful That's how of I you, first Aaron. started I- exploring anime, and that's when I got into into it. Um, so my next recommendation for you, where you can get wild, I suggest watching Akira. Um, I've never even Akira heard of that. Is incredible it's so weird and so terrifying and so beautifully one of one of the most beautifully animated shows i've ever seen in general it was done way back when i think it was uh, i want to say late 80s um but the lighting design just for how they do lights in this beautiful neon city of neo tokyo where like um the way the characters are shaded is beautiful it's a weird story it doesn't make a lot of sense but in terms of just like the art value of the movie incredible Unmar- unparalleled definitely a recommended watch how do you spell for anyone that who's into anime a-k-i-r-a akira the first thing that came up aaron i just like to say um is a very popular dress brand that i wear for a lot of my appearances <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, so um, this is stuff. amazing um and then if you really want something kind of off the wall this is my final recommendation and this is this is where it gets wild uh, i highly me- recommend paprika um, P-A-P-R-I-K-A 
Like um, the spice. Like the spice. Um, Paprika is one of the movies that was the main inspiration for Inception when that came out. Shut up. Um, it is. I gave Inception a 10 out of 10. <gasps> you it did? Is, yeah, it's, Inception is in my top 15. Paprika melted my brain. I was not ready for it. Wow. I was not mentally and emotionally prepared, and I have watched it six or seven times since then and loved every minute of it, every time. It is a trip and a half. Like, um, get comfortable with yourself and get ready to be in a weird headspace because it takes you places. Mm-hmm. Um, this check, check it out. It's a really phenomenal film. Um, so that's my, those are my, my three for you. I decided to take a, a step off the beaten path and recommend some movies just because I think that's a really good way to get into it. So give those a shot. Uh, if you're ready, start with those Ghiblis. Um, maybe save Akira and, uh, and uh, Paprika for a little bit later in your anime watching journey, but mm-hmm. uh, all of those are great stuff for you. So I am going to piggyback off of what you said with movies. Oh, good. I guess I should also explain my anime origins. Um, <laughs> so I, I really loved the like American entrance to anime shows as a kid. Avatar, Teen Titans, that kind of Hi, stuff. Teen Titans, um, gotta love them. And so I was super weirded out by anime because like I would just kind of catch glimpses of it like here and there and I would just catch glimpses of like Naruto and One Piece and Bleach and stuff like that which like are all I would say like good anime if you're watching them but like if you're just if you have no idea what's going on if you if you just catch like a random piece of it you're, you're kind lost. of you're it's it's strange it is very strange um, especially if you're catching like a sub and you're just you just hear Japanese being screamed at you and then you read the subtitles and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what are you even is, talking about? It is very strange. So I was very turned off to anime for a long time. So here's my personal journey with anime. Ooh. I started with Yuri on Ice. Yes, you did. Thank you. <laughs> Which I really debated if I want to recommend this. <laughs> It's gay figure skaters. <laughs> and yes, I do have a Victor slash Yuri body pillow that I sleep with yes. every night. Akimura! Um, no, it's just, it's really, it didn't feel like a shonen typical anime. And like, I really loved the emotions between the characters and like the sports aspect of it made it like very intense. I love um, the character Yuri Kotsky really struggles with anxiety and it's depicted in a very realistic way and I really enjoyed that. Um, Victor Nikiforov is so hot. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, and of course, like the gay representation really helped for me as well. My, so that was my first anime that I ever watched and that Mm -hmm. really got me into it. Second anime I watched and I will not be bringing up other anime that we've recommended here. Hunter X Hunter and Haikyuu. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say Haikyuu. <laughs> but the second anime I ever watched, and this is what really made me think, like, okay, anime is not just this shonen guys fighting each other, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Which, don't get me wrong, I've gotten very into that There are plenty now. of those that are quite you know, good. I've oh, gotten yeah. very into that. I have many shows that I enjoy that are shonen. But, like, this made me realize that, like, like you said earlier, you know, anime is an art form. Yes. And... Um, there's this one video by Mother's Basement, who is a anime YouTube channel, and they've made a video that's titled "Anime." It's animation is for everyone because oftentimes animation is just seen as a children's genre, mm-hmm. where it can be very adult and very complex, especially anime. And this show helped me realize that it is erased, and it is on Netflix, and it is a murder mystery anime with a little bit of mystical elements to it, and I was 
hooked after episode one. It is 12 episodes. They're half an hour. I shit you not, I watched that in one sitting. I started like after work one day at 5 p.m. and I stayed up until 11.30 or midnight to finish that show. It is amazing. Watch Erased. The ending is a little bit controversial, but I think it's only controversial for people who have read the manga and know how it's supposed to end. As someone who went in completely blind, I was very, very satisfied. So if you are just going into anime, erased. Um, And then my third one, I am going to go with movies, like Aaron said, and I'm going to cheat a little bit. Anything by Makoto Shinkai. So if you like Miyazaki and you like mm. Studio Ghibli, Makoto Shinkai, um, they have a very they have a short film called Garden of Words that is on Netflix, and that's a little bit harder to get into because cultural aspects. Um, it's it's like forty minutes too. Mm-hmm. So um, they made Your Name, which was the <gasps> highest grossing anime in Japan outside of besides Spirited Away. That is my number one favorite film of all time. I have to breathe. Um, they also made Weathering With You, which is my number five film of all time. So I, I really love their work. Yep. Anything by Makoto Shinkai. All that stuff is very watchable. Now, one of the things you might have noticed is we didn't really talk too terribly much about what we call the big five, which is, you know, your traditional Naruto, Naruto One Piece, right. Dragon Ball. That's a valid way um, to get into anime if you do want to take that route. Um, but it is very... I, I would say masculine yes, and it's extremely uh, oriented. So I know a lot of people will tell you to get into anime that way, and that's a, an absolutely valid way to do that. Mm-hmm, but if you're sure. looking for something a little bit different, a little bit more palatable to a more varied, you know, taste, definitely try any of the ones we've mentioned here. I should say I do. If if you want my anime recommendations, I do have a blog that you can look it up. Um, go to TylerTVReview.wordpress.com. And you can look at my list of my favorite shows and my favorite movies. Yeah, it's all there. Um, And if you want more recommendations, don't hesitate to keep asking us because we will keep giving you them. That's all we have for this episode. A huge thank you goes out to our producer and audio engineer, Aaron Bogan. And it's weird that they're right here sitting here and I'm just like... Again. We're looking at them right now. I, I literally, Aaron, I looked into your eyes as I said your name. How does that make you feel? I feel empowered and wonderful by your longing gaze. I just oh, wore wow. my shorts. Right. <laughs> Where? What? Um, <laughs> along with their production company, Sound Event Productions, and Annie Galloway, who made our cover art and is our graphic designer. Make sure you join us next week. <laughs> I'm sorry, I made a poor joke. <laughs> Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find us. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show or share the show if you like it. Please feel free to reach out to us. Our email is airbenderpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, both at airbenderpod. That's A-I-R Bender P-O-D. Check out our Patreon. Starting at a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes as well as behind-the-scenes content and bonus episodes. You can find us there by searching the Avatar Podcast Yep Yep or by using the link in the description of this episode. I'm Tyler Strandberg. (laughs) The host creator and head writer of this show. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, both at TylerJohn7. That's T-Y-L-E-R-J-O-N and the number seven. 
And I'm Serena Schreifels, the co-host of this show. You can follow me on Instagram at Serena underscore Schreifels. That's S-E-R-E-N-A underscore S-C-H-R-E-I-F-E-L-S. And I am Aaron Bogan, the producer, audio engineer, and uh, I guess all around the noise person of this show. Noise person! Uh, yeah, Do all the sounds and stuff. <laughs> I, make, I make the bleeps and the bloops on the computer. You um, also like insert quotes, which yeah. I don't know how to yes. do. So, um, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Sonovent Productions. That's S-O-N-O-V-E-N-T-P-R-O-D-U-C-T I-O-N-S I think that's how you spell that um, uh, Check out my music there Let me know what you think And hey, thanks for tuning in <laughs> We'll see you next week Bye-bye We're doing bloopers <laughs> next week Oh my god, are we?